Hey guys, the word is out. Electric Zoo is heading to Cancun this November 10th to the 14th for an all-inclusive experience packed with day and night parties. Artists include Alesso, Cash Cash, Diplo, Cascade, and Nightmare with supporting acts like Adventure Club, Dirt Monkey, The Cat Dealers, Jessica Audifred, Gordo, JVNA, Shipwreck, and more surprises. Head to the link in the show notes to sign up for first access to their super limited packages. All tickets are protected by a COVID money back guarantee in case of any cancellations, but hopefully by November, everybody will be in the clear. Again, sign up for first access by using the link in the description. Hey guys, in this episode, I am joined by two incredible humans and shufflers who are literally rave couple goals, Amy Conti and Jake Karens. Today, Amy and Jake share some advice and words of encouragement for anyone out there who's thinking of starting their shuffling journey. They also chat about how they met and fell in love and what it's like having a partner who shares the same passions. We are bringing all the feels and good vibes with today's episode, so get excited. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for stopping by. How are we feeling, you guys? I am in a great mood tonight. I'm pumped. It is Friday night when I am recording this, but um, I don't know if any of you guys have felt this way this past week, but there has been an energy shift. I don't know if you felt that, but... I just feel like a weight is lifted. I feel like there are so many blessings and good things happening. And it's, I've just felt great. I felt elated. I felt excited. And it's just, it's been awesome. And I'm super, super pumped about March. So we're coming out the gate hot, you guys. Um, my guests today are two amazing humans, like I said, who I have been following their pages and their shuffling journeys for a while. Um, and again, they're rave couple goals. So we're going to get into that today. But Amy and Jake are awesome. You guys are going to love them. Um, Basically today they are going to tell you, they're going to each share their own journey of how they got involved in the dance music community and then talk to us about how they found shuffling, tips and advice for beginners. We talk a lot about just like putting yourself out there and practicing and just, yeah, just like starting your journey and not being afraid to share your passions and dance and do things that you love. So it's a really, really amazing conversation. We also talk about how the two of them met. I'm not going to spoil the story, but it's really cute. They're celebrating their five-year anniversary coming up. So congrats to them. Um, So we talk a little bit about, you know, having a rave bay and like dating somebody who's into the same interests as you. So we're definitely going to get into that and all other good things, you guys. We're going to talk about... um, moving to Denver because they just did that as well. So all good things. Like I said, we're bringing a lot of good vibes in this episode. So I hope that radiates through the audio, through the video, wherever you guys are watching. Oh, if you're watching on YouTube today, guys, I got a new background. So you have to let me know down in the comments what you think of this. I have like my full transformed creative space at home now. This is my office And a YouTube video is coming very, very soon because I've been working on this since September and it has finally come together and I am, again, it's adding to the mood, it's adding to my excitement, all good things. So with all that being said, you guys, I'm going to jump into our affirmation of the week here and then we'll get right into the interview if that sounds good. 
So I do an affirmation at the beginning of every episode. This is something I've gotten into in this past year as I've sort of like gone on my spiritual journey. Um, Affirmations are things you can say out loud. You can write them down. But when we say them, we become these words. So say it with meaning and, you know, keep your keep your thoughts positive when you are thinking about affirmations. So this week I picked one that I thought was very fitting says, as I focus my energy and attention on feeling good, I am attracting more goodness. As I focus my energy and attention on feeling good, I am attracting more goodness. Say it out loud, write it down. I fully feel that right now. Like you you get what you put out into the world. I believe in that karma as as one thing, but I just feel like when you... When you are permeating good vibes and you feel good, I just think that that's the type of energy you attract back to yourself. And I feel like that's when you feel blessed. That's when opportunities come your way. That's when money comes your way. You just attract all those good things when you're putting out good vibes. So that is the tone we are setting for this week's episode. And I know my guests are fitting right into that. Um, Before we jump in, you guys, if you are enjoying the podcast, it would mean so, so, so much to me if you would make this your Instagram stories today and tag at RaveCultureCast. You can also join our incredible Facebook community. We are over 500 members strong. We just did another family Zoom call and we will have another one very soon. So come join the family. There is a link down below in the description box. With all that being said, you guys can connect with Amy and Jake. It's at Amy, A-M-Y-Y, Conti, C-O-N-T-E, and at the real James underscore P on Instagram. With all that being said, please join me in welcoming Amy and Jake to the podcast. Awesome. Well, just to get started, um, I love to just do introductions. So could you guys just give us the whole 411, who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff. (laughs) ladies first (laughs) yeah so my name is amy amy conti amy with two y's conti c-o-n-t-e on all socials um i am 26 years old i am from right outside of new york city but i've been around quite a bit i went to school in arizona go sun devils i was there for four years then i moved back to jersey and i live um in hoboken for a couple of years and now we are, and we are currently in Denver, seeing if this is the next move. Um, but I am a lover of EDM, all music, honestly. Like growing up, I just grew up in a music household. We were always listening to music. Um, started going to festivals, and which led me to shuffling, which is kind of my career now. So the pandemic kind of put me in a position um, of having a lot of freedom and I was Mm -hmm. able to kind of test the waters and teach some shuffling and I do that full time now um, as well as some social media business and other dance gigs on the side Um, but yeah it's been a really great transitional year this uh, 2020 and yeah just looking forward to some more amazing experiences. Awesome love it. Hello, my name is Jake Kearns. I am the real James P on social media. Um, my real name is James. Um, my parents just have called me Jake my entire life, so they've set me up to have this conversation every single time. Which yeah. no um, I just go by Jake. <laughs> yep. Um, I am 27 years old. I grew up right outside of Philadelphia. Um, currently, I am the creative director for the clothing brand Ivriella, which donates 10% of their net profits to save the elephants and other charitable causes. Nice. Um, I worked with them since the very beginning. One of my friends started it, um, kind of worked my way up. 
and yeah, now we'll be having our seventh anniversary of the company um, wow. this April. Um, and then recently I just embarked on a kind of personal business of my own where I am a mindset coach. So I have a few programs. <laughs> I coach people on, yeah, on a weekly basis. Um, and that has just been insanely fulfilling. Um, and I think it's where my like true passion is, but I also love creative directing all that stuff. So I'm figuring it out, but enjoying every step of the way, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I have been raving since 2011 mm. was the first festival I ever went to. Okay. Um, and I have just been nonstop. Um, I can't even imagine trying to count how many shows or festivals I've been to. Um, but I didn't get into shuffling until Amy showed it to me. Um, I definitely, it took some prying. <laughs> I tried a few running men. She would laugh at me and I'd be like, you know, I forget this. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I just continued to practice it. It became a daily like habit of mine, like added on to workouts and stuff. And then, you know, you just find your flow and I just can't get enough of it now. And it was just, you know, with the high gems of this genre that we love, like it's hard to really figure out how you can move to it. Mm -hmm. um, so loving it and wanting to express yourself in that way to the to the music, this is like an outlet and a, and a way to do so versus just like dry humping and fist pumping. <laughs> doing for majority of my raving years. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Okay. We have so much to unpack here. <laughs> okay. First off, I love that you're a mindset coach. And I, I actually love that both of you are kind of just like finding your passions in life, which is really cool. And I feel like that's, you know, silver lining of this past year. It's kind of given people time to figure out what they want to do and pursue those types of things. So has, I'll just start off by saying like, obviously this past year is insane. We've been in lockdown for almost a year. So how has that been for you? Like, how has that affected your life? Were you already on this trajectory before or did like lockdown totally change things for you? Yeah, lockdown totally changed things. Lots of silver linings um, going on there. But yeah, I lost my job at the end of March of mm. 2020 mm -hmm. and moped around for about a weekend. And then I was like, I'm going to teach shuffling. Like I love shuffling. I've always admired my dance teachers growing up and I would love to be able to do that for someone else. So I started out doing that very low key and then it kind of just spiraled. And I really found my passion and found so many people who were genuinely interested in what I had to share and what I had to teach. Um, so yeah, it was definitely stemmed from the pandemic and all this crazy change. And, you know, not only have I picked that up as a passion, but I've also become way more mindful and self-aware and it's giving me a lot of time to really reflect on myself and kind of where I should be wandering in this mm -hmm. crazy life because you only get one so I definitely want to make it as fulfilled as possible yep that's awesome and what about you uh yeah I definitely have to agree it's it's interesting when people talk about the pandemic you know we were definitely fortunate enough to be in a good you know environment friends that were close by a tiny little COVID group that we were able to not COVID the like quarantine you know always have a company so we weren't really like isolated in that degree like a lot of people were um but we what quarantine, what the COVID did for us is it kind of made New York area less desirable because mm -hmm. um, it wasn't exactly what we were there for. Um, and that's why we moved back to right outside of Philadelphia because we had an opportunity to. Um, my parents had a condo um, and they were just nice. letting us rent it out. So um, it was like a good, that gap from like October to currently where we are now, like when we were there, um, it was just like 
totally a transformation happened. Like we were taken away from constant distractions. Like I love my friends. I love all that mm-hmm. stuff. But like it was like we were on a like a sitcom, you know, revolving doors. We love our company. We love having friends, but um, this like forced us to kind of stay just us and like really mm-hmm. work on stuff, developing ourselves. And um, yeah, and that's where like all this kind of stuff just kind of fell into yeah. our lap. Like these doors started opening or just like these synchronicities that kind of led us in a way that just felt right. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, all these things are just kind of coming to fruition now. So yeah, it's so funny. I It's so interesting because like I've been following your pages, but I think like sometimes you're just like the timing of everything comes into play. And I feel like I'm very drawn to people right now who are pursuing their passions, who like are looking for financial freedom or like they, they want to create their own lives and careers. And I don't know why I'm just like, the timing of this was very interesting. I'll just say that because it's really cool to connect with you guys finally. But I think that's awesome what you're doing. I'm starting a coaching journey as well. So we'll have to chat about that. <laughs> Cause like that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's super fulfilling. I can't even imagine. How has it been for you so far? Which me? Yeah, with coaching. Oh, it's been wonderful. It is just, it's crazy. There's so many things that you don't think about. Like when I'm starting this process and like going through this transformations, like I am now coaching people, um, Mm -hmm. giving them advice. And then it holds me accountable in my life to be, you know, practicing what I'm preaching. So Mm -hmm. also while I'm coaching people, I'm held accountable and then I'm transforming too. Um, So it's just this like constant, like every kind of client, new client that I have, like new things come up and, you know, um, I'm like, it's a reflection of some things that might be going on in my life that I'm like shedding light to them. But then like, I get off the call and I'm like, wait, that's kind of like what I'm doing too. But yeah. I was able to give you that advice, but now I can take it myself. And um, yeah, it's just like, I just can't say it enough. Like people should be trying to find their passion or feeling fulfilled by filling someone else up like that's where you find your true fulfillment is when you can give Mm -hmm. back you know and share your light with someone and there's so many different ways to do it it's not just in coaching or you know Mm -hmm. it's like if you're a barista you know like you're making people's day the way you're communicating to people like you can spread that light um and if that's what makes you feel fulfilled then like go for it like that's what you're supposed to do like we're i don't know it's just yeah so it's super fulfilling um and i'm excited for you to take that journey as well that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, there's just so much to learn right now. I think it's so cool. I'm doing more like social media coaching because I just find this all so fascinating. I feel like none of us know what we're doing and there's no like game plan. <laughs> so like if we can help each other out, that's like the goal here, but you guys are also making people smile through your dancing. Like we have to talk about this. So <laughs> actually I'll back up a little bit first. What was your first like introduction to dance music or like the dance music community? What was that first window like in? Um, I feel like you should go first because it's going to be um, sooner or I guess later. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like I, I mean, <laughs> growing up, I feel like there was always like those songs that you heard that like were like close to EDM, like, you know, like mm-hmm. um, you got like little tastes like Cascada, like every time we touched, like I was in like eighth grade. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, you know, when I, my first show that I ever went to, Um, was the day I graduated. It was in 2011. And I went to this like warehouse rave and it was Avicii. Um, Levels was still an ID. I thought the name was ID. I didn't know. (laughs) That's awesome. Are you with people about this? Or like, it's called Levels. I'm like, no, I think I know. It's called ID. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, that was my first introduction into the rave scene. And then I just could not get enough. So 
Wow. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty great story. Okay. Yeah, RIP, by the way. Yeah, yeah tough. Uh, and I went to school. I went to school in Arizona, like I said. Big rave scene out there. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of my introduction. Um, my first rave was, it's called Soundwave. Anyone who okay. has gone to ASU prior to 2013 <laughs> knows what Soundwave was. Um, and Calvin Harris headlined. So that was my first introduction. And then my first festival. So, you know, first rave kind of like don't really know what's going on kind of just mm-hmm. like stood to the side ran to the rail like looked around ran back like yeah. you know how to act really um but my first festival was EDC New York which was in 2013 mm-hmm. and I this is so embarrassing but one of the only people I knew on the lineup was Borgor nice yeah <laughs> I was like so stoked to see Borgor but after that weekend like that that weekend changed my life, not necessarily like what happened there, but just um, kind of like the music discovery I went into after that. And I mm-hmm. could not wait to get to the next one. And I couldn't wait to dive into these artists and learn all of their music and learn where they're from and how they got started. So I would say that was probably like the real push for me. Awesome. Oh my God. Wait, so I'm curious. Cause so I lived in Hoboken for two years as well. So what, what did you guys think about like, the EDM scene or the raving scene when you were living in like New York, New Jersey area? Cause I know there was some shuffle meetups that were just starting to happen at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we loved living in Brooklyn because we were still in. Uh, we might as well. Have lived <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to my next point, we love living in um, Hoboken because yeah. we were close enough to Brooklyn, but still in New Jersey and kind of like mm-hmm. detached from all the crazy, of the city has to offer but it was great being so close to the city so convenient just an uber ride in and out whenever we needed to get there um and yeah then of course once the pandemic hit and we kind of lost all of that um at the end of the summer this past summer 2020 myself and a couple of other girls started to put on these Hoboken shuffle meetups which honestly felt like music festivals like they were so much fun Um, and just gave you like a whole new sense of community. I mean, going to shows and going to raves and festivals like EDC New York and the Brooklyn Mirage and all those places, they're fun and you get to make connections and vibe Mm -hmm. and you see the same people all the time. But those meetups were were really special because you actually got to, you know, remove yourself and Mm -hmm. take some time aside and actually have a conversation with someone or maybe be like, oh, like, can you teach me that dance move? Um, So yeah, kind of the same sense of community for for both of them, but it was great over there. And honestly, if the pandemic didn't hit, we'd probably still be there for those festivals, meetups and all that good stuff. That's really bright where you're supposed to be, so. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, we were... I mean, we were going to shows what felt like every weekend or every other mm-hmm. weekend. Um, something was always going on. Um, we might have well as had, we had like an ad a residency at the Advent Gardener. Yeah. And we like <laughs> were just hooked on it. Like that venue is absolutely amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when you find yourself in an event where they open up all of the, all of the, the venues. Like, yes. It's like mm-hmm. next level. So yeah we were just super blessed to be able to like see all those artists they were always like you know they were always making in their you they were always making a stop in new york so we were Mm -hmm. lucky to see like everyone under the sun Mm -hmm. um so we were always always dialing in always Uh on yeah just looking up what's going on um yep (laughs) it was crazy they were i mean like 
I've talked to people just like right before this, obviously it was just building and building, but yeah, the events that they were getting and like the amount of time, like the people in the area we spend there is just crazy. And I, I only went to the last shuffle meetup that was in like November or was October or something like that. I was starting to get cold out, but I just remember like, I was like, this is my first <clears throat> taste of like the raving community in so long. Cause I knew there were going to be a lot of people, but I was like, holy shit, this is such a good turnout. And it was so good just to see like people shuffling and stuff again, cause it had been so long. So I'm like very much looking forward to attending some more of those in the future. <laughs> Cause yeah. we miss it. We need the community to stay alive. So it's really awesome that you were, you were organizing, organizing those. Yeah. When Amy put on like that first one, we'd be like, show up to PRA and we're like, hmm, maybe like a handful of people show up. But then <laughs> now there's like 40 people there, 40, 50 people there. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like we must look so funny from the distance. Like what, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's all right. There was a group. I remember like there was a group, like doing a presentation or like reading next to the shuffle meetup. Yeah. Like, oh my uh, God. Was there a comedy. There was a comedy oh, hour. Oh like, no. I know we're like, uh, we're giving them a lot of material. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoopsies. That's okay. Wait, so, so talk now, like what brought you to Denver? What was the whole move about for that? You want to? Yeah, sure. So we have visited here a few times and like something about this place, just like my intuition just like tells me every single time, like this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. I don't know if it's that like corny line that people like the mountains are calling, but like that's <laughs> what it feels. Um, and we visited in this past like July um, and we traveled like, it's like six hours to Telluride. And like, you just mm-hmm. get to see like so much of the, of the state or like just like the different like terrains. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so beautiful and I'm such like a nature boy at heart and like I just want to go out there and explore um, and especially with the pandemic like you know when we are like yeah if, you, if the Denver shuts down like you can go two hours in any direction and get like a, an insane experience mm-hmm. whereas like where we were before like it was just you don't really have that much option yeah uh, and so we saw that and just with that like kind of calling and like these sort of like weird signs that mm-hmm. kept happening um, just were like, okay, we need to do this. And like, yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just crazy why things line up and it just makes sense. Um, and you just kind of have to go run with it. Yeah. yeah. We're both pretty adventurous and we knew that we didn't want to go back to um, like the New York city area just because it's so mm-hmm. expensive. Neither of us had, like we were both working in the city. Like we had a reason to be there. Um, but now mm-hmm. we don't really have a reason to be there. And we also don't want, I mean, Pennsylvania is beautiful. We, we love it there too, yeah. but we also don't really want to be there. So it pretty much came down to, and we're still like figuring it out, but it came mm-hmm. down to like Denver. And then we also really love California. California is also really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and this just seems right. We know a lot of people out here. And yeah, like I said, we just both like to venture out and have a good time. And the music scene here is great. The shuffle yep. community here is awesome. So it makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. I was going to say Denver is definitely popping off because I know two people who are moving out there who are in the raving community as well. And I was going to say, I feel like there definitely is a really cool music scene there on top of it being beautiful and everything else. But um, did you, I was going to ask if you felt any pressure or did you think about going to LA at any point as well with what you're doing? <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we, well, we visited in um, back in January, we were there for the whole shuffle with some showcase with mm-hmm. and June 
we're so beyond blessed and grateful to have that opportunity. And yeah, I'm not going to lie the whole time we were there, not necessarily pressure from anyone else, but like, we were like, this is where we should be. It's amazing weather all the time. Mm-hmm. We go outside and try to dance in Pennsylvania and our toes are down <laughs> within five seconds. Like this is why people live here. It's just so beautiful. Um, but but yeah, we ended up just resorting back to to Denver because, it, like I said, it just felt right. And mm-hmm. we both love California. We can definitely both see ourselves living in or around LA. And we love San Diego too. San Diego is also really high up on our list. Um, yep. And eventually, I mean, we are not, nothing's permanent. So we can always, you know, make another move in a couple of years if, if we're feeling that. But right now, I think Denver is the vibe. Yep. Yeah, when we were in California, it was like we had just so many people to collaborate with and just mm-hmm. to be able to do that. We were doing like one twice at one, like two each day and like running everywhere and just like getting to meet amazing people and like feed off each other's energy and like make some really cool content. And I'm like, you know, you have to think like, wow, this could be all mm-hmm. the time. So sure, that was sure. still like a draw. But um, yeah, like Amy said, it was just like not completely in the cards and um you know, my, my, my soul is calling me here for some to reason. Denver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say you can, you can always travel. You're even closer now. So honestly, like you settle somewhere and work will bring you anywhere. So that's really mm-hmm. interesting. We have to talk shuffling though, because this is, this is like what you guys do and what you shine at. So Amy, can you tell me a little bit about your shuffling story? Like, how did you get into it? What was the beginning like for you? Sure. So I, I think I first like knew what shuffling was when I was in college, I would say like 20, 2015, I think I started to see shuffling pop up on my Instagram. And I can tell you like the first video that I remember actually seeing was of Mm -hmm. Abby J. David at EDC New York. It must've been like 2016. And I had seen like shuffling and like the Melbourne shuffle. And I I hate to use this word, but like stomping, Mm -hmm. like I had seen that before and it, it always looked cool, but I was just always a little hesitant to kind of dive into that but once I saw Gabby J David cutting those shapes which I didn't even know what cutting shapes was I was like Mm -hmm. that's cool like I want to do that and I'm a dancer so I I grew up dancing I danced from ages three to 15 I cheered all throughout elementary school middle school high school so rhythm and dancing is it has been ingrained in me for a very very long time Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't until went to Electric Forest in 2017. That was our first time at Electric Forest. And we were standing at the forest stage. It's not, doesn't exist anymore, but we were standing mm-hmm. at the forest stage. And I had recognized this guy from Instagram and many people know who he is. His name is T-Mac, Kevin. Um, yeah. And he was there by himself shuffling and he, he had the crowd captivated. Like, I don't even know who was performing. I, I literally <laughs> have no idea. All I know is that Kevin was there and I like, took his phone at one point and was filming him. And then after that experience, and I remember a couple of days later too, at the festival, I saw these girls just doing the running man. They were literally just doing the running man. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was so awesome and looked so cool. And about two, about a month later, I, Jake was gone. He was in Africa for work oh, and okay. I was all my lonesome moping around. And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to learn how to <laughs> shuffle, it's going to be right now. I had <laughs> rebel I quit my job like before electric forest because I was like I don't need this I'm living with my parents like I hate my job like so quit my job had all this free time Jake wasn't around and that was when I started shuffling and awesome okay literally just day one I did not I did not stop from there 
um, yeah, so that's how I got started. And then of course the journey just kind of took off. I didn't start sharing my journey on social media until December of that year um, and mm-hmm. didn't really start like openly sharing about my journey until probably, I feel like we, when we moved um, into our apartment in Hoboken mm-hmm. in October, 2018, that was when my like personal growth and my personal journey, like really started to take off. I had a lot more time. I was in a very comfortable space. Um, so I would say right around then was when I started to quote unquote, find my flow. Um, Love it. It's my life. Now I've gained this following and have an audience who is engaged with what I'm doing and they're interested. And it is, it's crazy to think how far we've come. Like if I didn't mm-hmm. start that, if Jake didn't go to Africa and if we didn't go to Electric <laughs> Forest and if T-Mac was at a different stage on that day, like who knows mm-hmm. what would have happened. I think I would have found it eventually, but, um, but I'm just super grateful but everything linked up. Oh, I love hearing stories of like, yeah, how it just kind of all falls into place. Cause I I agree with you. I do think like what's meant to be, will like find you eventually, but like all these things aligned for you. And that's really awesome. So now Jake, how did, how did you come into this world? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Amy was like, would like, she would do it. She would practice when we would hang out. Um, and she would show me like her progression and her videos and things like that. And, I, I, I'll be honest, like, I thought it was a little weird. I like, I was like, I don't know too much about this. Like, this looks kind of funky. I don't know. Like, what is yeah. this about? Um, it wasn't something that I was too aware of in the, in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I was just in there like, Woo, like I would show him these people, my big, my biggest inspirations. And he had no idea who they were, who they were. Right. Just yeah. so funny to think about now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, growing up and all, like I had like always anyone just tell me like you are such a good dancer. Like, oh, you've always been a good dancer, but never like really applied it to anything. Like mm-hmm. I had like the meanest stanky leg at prom, but like that was like as much as like I was really putting into my like dancing. But like I really have great rhythm and like naturally just wants to move through me. So um yeah, I started picking it up from Amy. Um she showed me the ropes, um, kind of explained to me the the progression that you're supposed to make. Like mm-hmm. I remember like I would only only cut shapes and she's like, Jake, you're supposed to like move too. Like and I'm <laughs> like, okay, but then it was like, all right, well, how do I do that? And so mm-hmm. Amy definitely showed me the ropes. Um, she's a great teacher and she um, you know gave me the, the jump that I needed. And then it just became like a part of my daily routine. Like I just wanted to get better and better. So every day when I would come home from CrossFit, I was like, you know what? Like, I won't even go upstairs. I'll go right into the basement and just like dance mm-hmm. for, and it felt good, you know? Like it made me feel like you get those release of like endorphins, you know, and mm-hmm. it feels, you know, and I want to dance and I love the music. So it just like felt cool to like film yourself and watch your like progression and get a new move. And then it just right. continues to build and you're just like, well, I just can't get enough of it now. So I miss the beginner stage so much. Like just hearing you talk about going down to that basement. Like I, I would go over (laughs) to, we were long distance for a while and he just had such a great shuffle set up in his basement. And I really didn't have a great shuffle set up in my parents' home. Um, And I would just look forward to going to visit him so I can just shuffle in the, I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. I wanted to see James, but it was great. (laughs) Shuffle in his basement. And I was even talking about this earlier today with someone, like I would go to the bathroom at work. It was like a single bathroom, you know, and I would shuffle in there because I just couldn't like wait. These moves were like coming out of my feet, sitting at my desk. Awesome. Yeah. That those first couple of months, years were just very transformative and amazing. So if you're just starting your shuffle journey and you're listening to this, um, soak it all in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And go for it. Like it is so crazy. Like 
when you push yourself to like, it's really about like sharing, you know, like Amy was saying, like she started mm-hmm. sharing. I remember I would like share a story here and now I'm like 24 hours, no real commitment. Like no one could see this ever again. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like dip my toes in water. And then like the one time I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to share my first video. I think it was in 2019 of February. That was the first time I like shared a video mm-hmm. on my feed and like people were so nice. And like, you know, I look back to it and like, you know, I've progressed like light years from that now, but like, you have to take those steps. Like you mm-hmm. can't, like, you're not just, it's not just going to happen. Like you're not going to have like a once in a lifetime, like transformation. Like it's a series of like continuing to work at it and just, if you're like curious and you want to try it just like work the running man for like five minutes you can do that every day just start just start somewhere um and then soon you'll know you like want to do it for longer and then you want to add more moves and like just like start oh i was like i'm okay with the running man i'll just do the running man once i learned that like that's good like if i can just whip that out at festivals and look cool for a sec like that's all i care about yep why was i wrong (laughs) (laughs) well you're right with like the documentation is a huge part of it because now you guys have those videos to look back on. But I feel like for anybody learning, like, would you recommend filming yourself? Cause I feel like even watching people doing like the 30 day challenge online too, is really cool just to see their progression in 30 days. I feel like if you commit to doing it every single day, like how quickly would you say you would progress if you do it every day? Oh my God. I mean, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing it every single day without any additional resources, no TikTok tutorials, no classes nothing of that nature and if I had all of those resources and I was doing it every single day oh my gosh mm-hmm. there, there's this one girl who um, was in my class recently she's been shuffling for six months and I was like what like right. that, that's how I looked like after a year of shuffling which which is great like I yeah. thought it was great and it was great but um in this day and age, you can progress very quickly. And yes, I highly recommend documenting yourself. It's a way to kind of hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also, yes, yeah, see the progression. If you're having a really crappy day and you're not feeling inspired, look at your old videos and kind of see how far you've come. I used to do that. I My job previously before COVID happened, I traveled a lot. So I spent a lot of time by myself in hotel rooms and Mm -hmm. not gonna lie majority of the time I was watching my own shuffle videos to just keep on getting inspired and see my growth and see how far I've come and see oh what did I do on that day oh Mm -hmm. I would like to bring that move back now and kind of seep that into my muscle memory again so um yeah definitely document 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 and also put your phone away every once in a while and just and just flow and go Mm -hmm. yep Okay. Well, so here's a real question because it's one thing to do it at home when you're documenting yourself. It's another thing to jump into a circle, which fuck that because I'm way too nervous to do that. Like I'm not at that level yet. It's fun in the back of the crowd when I've had a couple of drinks, but like, how do you muster up the courage to jump in the middle of a circle? Like at what point were you guys like, okay, I'm confident enough. I'm jumping out there. Oh, I actually have a grateful moment here the first time I jumped in a circle it was at the greatest day ever in New York um 2018 and guess who pulled me in to the circle oh god Kevin T-Mac the one oh who inspired me to start shuffling to to begin with um ran awesome. and at that festival on the first day and had such a great reconnection and then yeah the second day he kind of got me into my first shuffle circle and um it was nerve-wracking but so rewarding and fun and honestly since then I've never been nervous to I mean I 
maybe not, maybe nervous isn't the right word, but I've never been scared to get into a shelter circle nerves definitely still get me I still get anxious but once you're in there and you're just running on adrenaline Mm -hmm. no one's gonna be like boo right (laughs) this is true and and (laughs) no one you know no one's better than anyone else here like we are all our own person and we Mm -hmm. flow in our own way and I think that anyone in the community and in the rave slash festival scene recognizes that and respects that Mm -hmm. yeah you gotta think about like what is really the worst thing that could happen exactly it's not that bad. Like, yeah, 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 this is true. Like, this is true. Oh gosh, this one time at Izu, oh god, <laughs> okay. I was like, I got this, I got this. Like the build up, and it was like, it was like our like, style, <laughs> crazy, like chaos. I, like we're trying so hard to keep up with it, but I was not prepared, and I was like, I left the circle, like, okay, well, that was good. But who's gonna remember that besides yeah. us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> it's so cool. I mean, I love it. I love seeing like the shuffle groups now and things like that who have their flags and like you know where to look for them. Like that's what I was doing at the end of 2019 at the last few festivals I did pre-COVID. I was like seeking out the shuffle circles, like just to watch them happening. Can't wait. Can't wait for those moments to happen again. But I want to talk about your videos together too. Like, how do you guys plan out a video? How long are you practicing for? Who does the choreography? Like, how do you guys do that? Uh, do you have something to say? Yeah, no, well, oh, I mean- I thought you were getting ready. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of like goes back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. It's like mainly like we kind of like serve up a choreo to each other. Like, oh, I've been working on this. Yeah. Like, let's, do you want to do this with me? Or like, I thought of this, like we could do this together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like, when we do it, then there's like certain things that we like add or add certain splashes or like, ways to like kind of feed off each other but yeah we're kind of tossing the choreography back and forth and it's not always easy breezy it doesn't always it doesn't even always happen sometimes we'll get through it and I'm like I don't like this sorry and sometimes (laughs) I'll show him what I want to do and he's like yeah sorry it's not really my style and we're like okay like cool let's move on then (laughs) we'll do that one on our own um on like where we're getting that inspiration from um like we, I just posted a video recently of us dancing to that new um, Sunburn and Bijou song. And mm-hmm. that was um, a combo that I taught in one of my classes, one of the classes that Jake hopped in with me. Um, so yeah, it kind of just depends on where we're pulling our inspiration from. Usually it comes from a song that we both really, really love and really want to groove to mm-hmm. um, or a new move that we both want to mm-hmm. kind of drill and work through together. Um, so yeah, honestly, it's, it's really off the cuff. It's not very planned out it's like oh i heard this song or oh i saw this Mm -hmm. combo let's do it together or we'll just go outside and we'll both be dancing and then we'll both kind of come back and be like oh should we like do something together now that we're warmed up and we're in the zone and we're Mm -hmm. feeling it sometimes you're like sometimes you'll just be freestyling and something comes out and you're like okay let's just repeat that again together Mm -hmm. you know and like that kind of of thing happens a lot because you just have these shapes where you're hitting like the musicality and you're like wow, that felt really good. Um, let's mm-hmm. just do that again, but together and I'll show you how to do it. But mm-hmm. it's interesting awesome. because Amy's a trained dancer, cheerleader, like has mm-hmm. like thinks of songs in a count and I am just straight music. So I don't count when we're doing choreography. Okay. You have a little bit of a mm-hmm. challenge there. Um, where like, I don't, I'm not counting. I'm just like, dun, 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 dun. got you it. Know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and she's like really drilling, trying to get that in my head because, um, especially in the beginning, I really mess up because I just didn't have it memorized. It was like counts really do help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do need to work on, but I've gotten better. 
if anyone's out there listening and you, you stink at choreography, it really mm-hmm. does just, if you just continue to keep trying different choreographies, like you, mm-hmm. you, get, you get better at it. Yeah. And count, right. That's a huge point. Definitely count. Um, it, like Jake said, it's super, super helpful. There is a movement on every single count and I'm definitely very like technical and organized and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a so counts really, really help me out. Um, but as far as the choreography goes, I would say it's like pretty, I would say it's pretty 50-50. Like Jake's really, really great at these shapes and I'm really good at like transitions and kind of linking all the movements together. So, mm-hmm. and we would never like do something that the other person wasn't comfortable doing. Right, know? right, right. Fairly true all the time. Sometimes we'll kind of break down that wall and and get more comfortable if there's a move that maybe I'm better at or maybe Jake doesn't know yet. Um, mm-hmm. We'll try to practice mm-hmm. that, but usually it's pretty even. Mm-hmm. Equal. I was going to say an equal effort. If this is too personal, you don't have to answer this, but do you think it's brought you closer as a couple that since you guys share this in common? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, we, not only are we growing together in our relationship, but we're growing together in this shuffle journey. And not only has it brought us closer together, but it's brought us closer to a whole community that now we feel connected to. Like before mm-hmm. shuffling, we had our friends and we had our family and we were like, that's about it. Like that's mm-hmm. all that people communicate with. But now right. we have such a connection to this whole community. And I feel like people kind of like look at us too, like, you know, the shuffle couple mm-hmm. um, and it, and it just feels mm-hmm. good. So it's definitely. Um, yeah. It's definitely brought us closer together, which we are already so, so close. Jake and I, the day we met it, like that was it. Like we just started. I was going to ask how you guys met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess should we, since I opened up that can of worms. Please do. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually really interesting. A lot of people think that we met through shuffling um, or they think that I started shuffling and then Jake met me and whatever, mm-hmm. but not necessarily, not the case at all. Neither of us knew how to shuffle when, when we met each other. Um, we met each other in March uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Um, so our five-year five year anniversary oh, is awesome. coming up very soon. Um, but we met in Miami. We were both there for ultra. I was going to school, of course. I yep. was going to school in Arizona at the time. I had a couple months left of my senior year. He was living in Connecticut for work, and we were both just there at the same time. We actually met. We didn't meet at Ultra. We met um, in Wynwood at Maps Backlot, still a venue. It's a okay place in Wynwood, and yep. I remember. Our favorite DJ was playing, well, not playing when we met, but it was Zed's Dead, Oliver Heldens, um, Chocolate Puma, who else? Throttle was there. Mm -hmm. And I went to Ultra with a group of my girlfriends. He went to Ultra with a group of his guy friends. And, you know, if anyone knows the Miami Music Week scene, it can be a little dicey, especially if you're there with a group of girls. It can feel a little uncomfortable at times. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were just this group of guys who were just wilding out, having so much fun, didn't care about the females in the room. Like they were just having (laughs) a good ass time. And it was Jake and his friends. And so me and my friends were like, can we hang out with you? (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, that day we met and we really vibed and connected. And then we actually didn't see each other at all the, the next day. And I was like, oh, well, that guy was really great. Like, <laughs> really fun. I, I wish I would see him again, but I probably won't. And then uh, that Saturday at Ultra, it was like, it was supposed to rain, but it was actually like the hottest day ever, Saturday mm-hmm. of Ultra 2016. And of course we went in at like 1 p.m. because we are like 21 
ravers and yeah. <laughs> every little second. Um, not a bad thing at all. But uh, we were like, let's get some shades. So we went to the worldwide stage. And again, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. So there's not really that many people there. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this one little spot at the worldwide stage that was in the sun. Everything else was shaded, but there's this one little sunlight, sunlit <laughs> spot. And someone is just losing his mind standing there. <laughs> would be doing that when it's so hot out why would you stand in the one spot when the whole tent is shaded That's and so funny. I was, is that Jake <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then we just kind of spent the whole rest of the festival together and had our first kiss during the chain smokers so romantic Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the rest the rest is history you have anything you want to add <laughs> yeah no it was uh yeah definitely like a love at first sight kind of deal um it was just uh yeah it's hard to explain but got in the yeah. fly out to Coachella a month yeah later. no that's even crazier is that we went <laughs> to we so we met there and like we just instantly like fell in love for sure mm-hmm. and Coachella was three weeks later and she was going um, and she was in that time she convinced me like if I just fly out to Arizona we can just drive with them and camp and go to Coachella so like three shut weeks up later, wait what that's awesome there with two of my buddies and um, we just yeah wow. and then we just like then it like we just continued to like talk to each other every single day and then she was like there was a light at the end of the tunnel like she was coming home to jersey that like wasn't too far so mm-hmm. um, then she came home and um i met her at her graduation party so you could imagine i had to literally meet everyone in her entire extended oh family. my god yeah <laughs> you passed and the I test red, i wore a red shirt and khakis <laughs> from state farm showed up and was the, oh god <laughs> such a terrible decision but that's amazing no but you were thrown into the deep end and you survived you passed the test yeah absolutely that is so funny I was gonna say sometimes though like when it's the right person you just like make plans like that very early on I don't know I just feel like when it's right it's just like things just go really really fast and it just makes sense to you at the time so you want to like meet your soulmate at a rave and you will see every little aspect, every little part of them and their friends and what they have to say and spill their heart out to you. So mm-hmm. highly recommend um, finding your soulmate at Ultra. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about that. There's gonna be so many people listening like, yes, I can't yeah, going to Ultra next year. <laughs> oh my God. When they say like it happens when you least expect it, like truly though, mm-hmm. I was like single as a Pringle, <laughs> went to Ultra and not expecting any, like, and I'm not someone who was like hooking up with people in college. Mm-hmm. I really to myself, I'm an introvert. A lot of the weekends, my friends were going out. I wasn't. I would rather sit inside and go into a SoundCloud black hole. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I wasn't really expecting anything at all. I wasn't seeking out male attention or anything like that. And it just kind of happened. So if you are listening to this and you haven't found you, your soulmate yet, he or mm-hmm. she is out there and it'll happen when you least expect it don't go looking for it it'll just pop right up yeah exactly. i don't know if this podcast was going to turn into a love chat no but, i love it know, just keep but going it is true. like it's it should be easy like it's so funny whenever i hear people talking about like mm, what should i say or thing i'm like you should say what you would want to say, like what your gut would just respond like mm-hmm. this whole thought process because if you just are fully yourself and they and they reciprocate it then like then you find out if you're meant to be like playing this game or lying or faking, like what, where, mm-hmm. where's that going to get you? Um, 
so it's just like really it's just if it feels right and you know it you know you know if there's any sort of like doubt then there's probably there's probably something there um yep. there's something else they're waiting for yeah Oh, I love this. This is a dating podcast. This is amazing. <laughs> I totally, agree. I totally agree with you. I, I was going to say like, when I met my fiance, the difference is like, it's just easy. It's just easy to like be in a relationship with them and just things just feel different. And it's also easier to communicate is the other thing I would say. Like, I feel like games you would play with other relationships, like kind of go away and you just like really want you want to make it work and you want to communicate better. And it, that's how, you know, it's like the right person. So, okay. Yeah. Ultra find your rape Exactly. <laughs> would have been so easy for us to be like, oh, no long distance. I mean, we were long distance for two, two mm-hmm. and a half years. Would have been right. so easy to say like, mm, nah, this isn't really going to work out, but neither of us wanted that. So right. Yeah, but Amy, when Amy left me, she said, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to talk to you if that's okay. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're like, take my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I texted my mom at Ultra and was like, I found my wife. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. See, yeah. see, but this is like, I, it's just so cool. That's why I love doing this. It's like really cool to hear people's journey and like story. And like now, like you said, you're a part of this much bigger community and you have this like whole shuffling community. And then you ha- also have an online community that you guys are building and you each have your own audience there. Like, can you talk a little bit about the shuffling community and like the growth? Because it just seems like absolutely insane how it's been growing these past few years. And I feel like shufflers now are becoming like legit celebrities. It's kind of fucking crazy. <laughs> it's it crazy. Yeah. So like I said, when I started, I, I wasn't really familiar with too much of shuffling at all. Like I had seen the Melbourne, which... I did not know what the difference between Melbourne cutting shapes and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And to do a video about that, because I get questions a lot, like, wait, what's the difference between shuffling and cutting shapes? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I feel like there's been a lot more um, instruction put out, I guess, in the shuffle community, which leads to, you know, more faces being seen and more interactions and more engagement. So these little like, you know, TikToks and IGTV tutorials and virtual classes and all that stuff that's been happening over the last year or so really has brought people together also the challenges I remember Mm -hmm. seeing people doing these challenges like even goes back to two years ago I would say day one blah 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 shuffle challenge I had no idea what it was um and then I finally got invited to be in one and that was super (laughs) fun um and I was like oh and I met so many people through that and then from there it's kind of just like been a snowball effect of connection and community but like yeah when I was starting out I feel like there really was not a sense of community like mm-hmm. you know, there was a, a handful of shufflers who had a following and and this is just from my perspective I know that there are I know shuffling goes back so far and mm-hmm. there's a lot of um like underground shuffle community action that I have never really been exposed to but um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I feel like it's just really taken off over the last couple of years with people just being more open and, and vulnerable and sharing about their journey. And it's not, you know, it's not that underground stomping, you know, baggy pant mm-hmm. style anymore. It's really grown. And, and because of that, the community has grown. Yep. And, and yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say that it, the, the community is so it's such an interesting form of dance where people kind of bring elements of their previous styles and they kind of bring it to like 
whether they're breaking or like salsa or ballet or like a cheerleader, like mm -hmm. they all kind of bring whatever, or you said Sammy Seeds is a, I was an Irish step dancer. Like you see these kind of elements and like what they're doing. And it's like this crazy concoction of all these kind of previous dance styles mm -hmm. all coming together. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like it's like this cool unity in that way um, where it's just like uniting all these kind of like different dance styles. Um, and it's just kind of like celebrated the mm -hmm. way that you bring your own kind of flair to the basic movement so mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think it used to be a lot more in like of an intimidating style mm -hmm. um people kind of scared to dip their toes in that like I think if I were to start my stuff shuffle journey now I would start sharing about it on day one but I was so nervous and intimidated because the only people who were sharing their shuffle journeys were you know the Elena Cruz's, Gabby J. Davids, Two Poles, T Max. Like those were the only people really sharing what they were up to. It wasn't people like me who were doing it like right next to their bed, but <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> people like me weren't really sharing. But now, especially because of quarantine and the pandemic, there are so many mm -hmm. quarantine-born shufflers, and you know people get on TikTok and they want to learn, and they there are there is that duet option that makes it a lot more easy mm -hmm. and accessible. So because of that, yeah, like I said, the community has just really exploded. I had a friend, a, a friend of mine, I know her personally. She texted me a couple of days ago and was like, "Hey, like I really want she she goes to festivals and she you know has been in the rave scene, but she doesn't know how to shuffle. She's mm -hmm. like, hey, like I really want to learn how to shuffle." I'm really missing a community and I really need community like that was her reasoning for wanting awesome. to learn how to shuffle not only is it a great workout and it you know has yeah, these yeah, amazing yeah. benefits but her next line was I just really need a community and I was like that's awesome that, like people outside of the community recognize the shuffle community mm -hmm. I want to be a part of it yeah and that like yeah. the Fleur aspect like is so much a part of the community as well like everyone mm -hmm. asks each other up in the comments like you want to share how much you like love someone for putting themselves out there like it's celebrated and um you know then someone comments on your stuff and you're like no you're like find someone else and you're like oh wow like I didn't even know you existed and then like now you mm -hmm. follow them and then you like and it just continues to grow that way and you know you know it just spreads like wildfire because you just are meeting new people and now there's like this whole crazy trend of like where before like literally like maybe five months ago like collabs like mm -hmm. they weren't really happening and now they're like yep. non-stop and it's so cool like people are trying really hard to connect with other shufflers and like have mm -hmm. like, you know, like you you have you, everyone like knows each other so then when like this person and this person and they come to collab and you didn't know yeah. and they're like, oh my god like this is the collab I didn't know I needed like it's just so cool to see it all come together and then their styles clash together and mm -hmm. it's just, yeah like you said like a snowball it's it's pretty cool mm -hmm. yeah yeah. And the creativity too, has just been like insane as well. I, I keep saying this in the podcast, but like when events come back and when we all get together again, like the flow artists are going to be so much better. The shufflers are going to be so much better. The makeup and the outfits are going to be on point. Like it's just, everyone's had so much time. Yeah. 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 Yes. And like chills when you said that, <laughs> yeah, it just, it really, really is. And I think there's just going to be such like a big celebration of just like excitement and gratitude for being there. But I think just has like music festivals were growing and the production was insane and like more and more were popping up and they were just getting even more and more popular. I just feel like shuffling as well has just been like growing. And I think, yeah, attributing that to TikTok and social media for sure, just for like expanding it even more, but no, it's amazing. I was going to say to anybody listening, just post your videos. Don't be nervous or intimidated. I posted a horrible ass shuffling video the other day. I don't post shuffling videos, but I just like went on a tangent in my office here and I was like, I don't care. I don't care if this looks, looks bad or it's not perfect. And I got so many people 
DMing me being like, thank you for posting this. Like you never post dancing videos. And I was like, okay, maybe I could be a little less shy next time. Yeah, the more you get more comfortable and more confident in things if you do them more often. So mm-hmm. when I posted my first shuffle video, I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing. It was actually a video in Jake's house in Rhode Island. <laughs> and my palms were like sweating uncontrollably as I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, and then I finally posted it and I woke up and it had like 2000 views and all these comments. And I was like, oh my gosh, like people actually think this is cool. And like, you know, people from high school and college saying like, I didn't know you can do this. Like, this is amazing. Like teach me, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yeah, definitely just go for it. And and after that, I was like, all right, like I'm now I have to start sharing things because people know that I do this and not that they expect anything of me, but Mm -hmm. it's almost selfish just hiding that hiding your passion yeah no I was yeah. just hey, one of my like what got me into coaching was like honestly just this one line from Rob Dial and he said like how many people are you not helping because you're afraid mm-hmm. and like I think that that holds true to like exactly what you're saying like imagine how many people are, are in your scenario like and you inspire them to do it but like had you not they mm-hmm. might not themselves like and yeah. that's just because you're afraid of being like judged or something like that but like imagine how many people you could be helping if you just like like broke through that barrier, you know? Yeah, that's so true. All right. Last, last few questions here before I let you guys go, um, Mm -hmm. with the, with coaching and actually with teaching now, like how can people get connected with you? How often are you teaching? What are your classes like? Can you tell us a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So I, my group classes are kind of like, I go like week by week with them. Like, I don't really know exactly where I, I will month by month more, more so. Um, so March, I'm not really, teaching any group classes virtually. I do have a really exciting teaching opportunity happening in Denver. So if you're in the Denver area, stay tuned. Um, I'll be teaching a class here. And then once we move here, I'll be teaching more classes here. Um, But I teach private lessons weekly, every day. um, And that is the best way to connect with me and also grow. I think that's kind of where um, Mm -hmm. all the value lies. So if you either shoot me a DM or head to the link in my bio, there is a calendar there. You can go ahead and pick a time slot and come groove with me. Um, and definitely stay tuned for um, in-person classes and virtual classes. I absolutely love having Jake with me um, teach. We did like a reels, um, like Instagram reels, shape awesome. class, which was very popular. And we both had so much fun. So I would love if Jake hopped on another class with me <laughs> soon. Um, I mean, that will definitely be more virtual classes for anyone listening, not in the Denver area. Um, within the next couple of weeks, months stay tuned (laughs) Mm -hmm. awesome and what's uh what's the future look like when events come back do you guys have any plans do you have any tickets already we have a couple of tickets (laughs) do you want to know about them oh yeah so we have one the first one that's coming up is in september we have tickets to elements um are you gonna be there yeah 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 i'm so excited have you guys gone yes you have yeah. it is so much fun it is like Yay. adult summer camp it is unruly <laughs> oh it's i'm so like, excited um like i don't know how to explain it when we showed up last year it was like like honestly like fire festival like, <laughs> like they were setting up tents like as you're walking up like did you know it started today um, that's awesome like, stage right. i'm like all right if they're doing that we can do whatever we want so yeah climb on whatever do whatever stay up as long as you want like it is just like it's amazing. It's just You're gonna so awesome. Much fun. Yeah, and then we are also going to, we're so, so excited about this. We're going to Envision in 2020. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
is it? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so February 2022. That, that was on our list. After Envision happened last year, we were like, we're going next year. Like, mm -hmm. this is amazing. It's right up our alley, all that mindfulness. And we yoga, we both dabble with yoga and obviously the music and just like that Costa Rican vibe. We were mm -hmm. breathing it. And then of course the pandemic happened, which honestly they're in the perfect position because their festival's in February. So they yep. didn't even have a... 2021 festival and they made it very clear from the beginning that they were not going to have a 2021 festival mm -hmm. so I'm expecting big things for their 2022 festival it's a seven day yep. festival and we're going in I'm so <sighs> I heard I just, I'm doing a video it's coming out soon on like the international events I want to do and that's definitely one of them just like the transformational aspect of it I don't know. I've been sleeping on all the international events, to be honest. This whole, I've been talking about it. this whole thing has like changed my perspective. And I'm like, it's cool. I've done a lot of the big United States festivals. Like I'm going international when this is all over. I want to do the beach events, like get me out of here. And that's definitely one of them. It looks amazing. Such totally. a good point. We, do have, we definitely um, got caught, caught up in the same thing, you know, yeah. it's easier, but it's better to make the investment in like really like take the experience because mm -hmm. going abroad in general is crazy so mm -hmm. like going to a festival in a different country is just like totally amazing we're also, we're also big coachella kids so we have tickets for that whenever that happens again coachella gods if you can hear me yeah um, yeah yeah so we'll definitely be going back to coachella whenever it happens again as well awesome oh my god yeah we'll have to chat about elements because I, I just the lineup is so good it like hurts me so i can't wait for it it just looks amazing and i know like I know they did it successfully this past year with like their COVID testing system. And by then with like vaccinations, like I have no doubt in my mind that they'll be able to pull it off again safely. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. It's gonna be awesome. Thank you guys so much for your time today. This was amazing. Oh, so much fun. We're looking forward to this all week. <laughs> and it's so great to, I know we've met very briefly, but um, yep. so awesome to connect with you. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about like your rave and shuffle journey and all that good stuff whenever whenever there's time <laughs> girl yeah I gotta I gotta keep practicing on that that's more like an in-person Emma's had a couple cocktails and then she'll do some dancing <laughs> <laughs> but I, I totally hear you about the practicing like I have a space now and I, I said that to myself the other night when I finally did it I was like you just need to do it every day and this would get much easier for you or watch some tutorials I'll take one of your classes at some point too yeah. um a plug where everybody can find you too where can they connect with you yes i am amy double y c-o-n-t-e on instagram and tiktok and there's also a little email um button in my bio so if you want to get in touch with me there um it is flow with amy at gmail.com and you can find me at the real james p on instagram and tiktok um, if you are interested in coaching um just shoot me a dm we can get on a one hour call we'll just figure out if it's something that you're interested in something that you could uh you know, you want to go forward with. It's not scary stuff. Um, so yeah, reach out. Awesome. Thank you guys, Amy and Jake. Hang tight. Everybody else will be back with EDM News. All right, you guys, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Amy and Jake. It was so, so awesome getting to know them and hearing their stories. And I love the journey they're on. I love that they found each other. And I think that there were so many words of encouragement and they felt really motivating and it honestly made me want to go shuffle more. So if any of you guys, again, are listening and you are nervous or you are nervous to post that first photo or video or to jump into a shuffle circle when events come back, like don't be, this is such a loving and supportive community. And 
you know, people will be there to back you. So keep practicing, keep doing your thing, film yourself so you can learn and see how your progression is happening. Uh, And it's just good to have like a diary and so you can watch yourself progress. But um, definitely check out the shuffle challenges on Instagram as well. There are also so many people on YouTube, on TikTok that do um, tutorials. And like Amy said, she's doing classes. So definitely sign up for one of her classes and show some support. Again, go give them a follow at Amy Conti. It's A-M-Y-Y-C-O-N-T-E and at the real James underscore P on Instagram. Alrighty, with all that being said, I'm going to jump right into our EDM news segment. You guys, we have a lot to cover. Let me just tell you. Okay. We're getting to that weird point right now. I'm just going to say this off the cuff. We're getting to that weird point. I think April is going to kind of be like the determining factor whether or not we're going to see like a lot of events come back in the summer or in the fall. Either way, I'm confident that we're going to have music festivals this year just based on how each state is handling this. However, I know WW is moving forward. We're waiting to hear about EDC Las Vegas and some other events. Sunset Music Festival, which is my first piece of news in Florida, is announcing that they are on for Memorial Day weekend. More news to come on that, but they are moving forward with that event. There's also Abduction, which is happening um, in Florida in April, which is a single day festival that's completely sold out from Insomniac. So I think this month and next month are going to be very telling for how events are going to be handled over the summer. But like fingers crossed, if people can get vaccinated or they could have COVID testing systems in place to make people feel even safer, like I'm all for them coming back as long as it can be done safely. So we shall see. In other festival news, though, Phoenix Lights announced that they are canceling and rescheduling their dates. No official word on what the new dates are. Um, but that typically takes place in April, so they they have decided to cancel. Um, Lightning in a Bottle is another one. They fully canceled for the year. They will be back Memorial Day weekend 2022, so you have that. And then I think lastly, we have Life is Beautiful Festival in Vegas is coming back in September. The presale is already sold out. Lineup is dropping soon, but I've heard really good things about that event, so you have that option as well. We also have a new space, which I wanted to talk about. It's called Area 15. It's opening in Vegas this summer. This sounds so interesting to me. So according to News 3LV, organizers announced Wednesday that they will be creating The Grounds, which will be a multi-purpose outdoor event space for festivals, concerts, and conventions and concerts. They wrote concerts twice. I didn't make that mistake. (laughs) Area 15 has already established itself as one of the forefronts of immersive entertainment and event features in Las Vegas, providing attendees with experiential entertainment, immersive art installations, as well as various bars and eateries. Sounds really, really cool. It's set to open by the end of summer, and it says expanding the Area 15 campus has always been a part of the overall plan for the project. We look forward to hosting large-scale music concerts and festivals on the grounds. The proximity of land to Area 15, of the land to Area 15, the Strip in downtown Las Vegas will provide the concert goer with an unparalleled experience. It all sounds good to me. Sign me up. I definitely will experience that at some point the next time I go to Vegas. Um, so it sounds really, really cool. The good thing I have to say here is like hope is on the horizon. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. This isn't going to last forever. We're going to see events and things we love come back, you guys. So it's exciting either way, no matter how you feel about it. It's exciting 
to see events talking about coming back. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. In other news, um, I announced earlier, Izu is going to Cancun for their Cancun adventures. This is like a hotel takeover, guys. It's day parties. It's night parties. Um, it's November 10th to the 14th in Cancun. Um, there are different packages available. Again, I have a link down in the description if you guys want to enroll in early access or first access to get some of their super limited hotel packages. Artists featured Alesso, Cash Cash, Nightmare, Cascade, Diplo, and more. They announced all of their supporting acts and a couple surprises to come. And this is an all-inclusive hotel. All you can eat, food, drink, parties, music, good vibes. So definitely check the link down below. Okay, Carl Cox announced a residency on BBC, which is really, really cool. He's going to be on the second Monday every month beginning March 8th. So beginning this week, uh, let me just read his post here. So this is on their um, BBC Sounds, their dance channel. So that'll be really cool. He's going to be playing new music, stuff he hasn't released yet. So yeah, we love Carl. He also has this cabin fever that he does too, his live streaming, which is awesome. Okay, Zed's Dead also announced they are starting a new side label called Altered States. They said, we wanted to open the door to a world branching off of Deadbeats, one where we explore sounds that take you into a different space, one of dreams and other altered states of consciousness. We're going to kick it off with a brand new original mixtape from us called Catching Z's. We are very excited for you to join us in this journey. Mixtape drops on the 26th and the first track is out this Friday on Altered States Music. So that's out already, you guys. It's a really interesting track from them. It definitely seemed a little bit more chill. So it kind of fits into this whole like maybe it's going to be more experimental trippy kind of vibe from them. So definitely check out Altered States Music. Um, two more announcements. This one I'm so excited for you guys. Dead Mouse came out with another label. So he already has Mousetrap. Now he has, get ready for it, Housetrap. Housetrap, you guys. <laughs> like H-A-U-5 trap, like how they normally spell it. This is an all house label, which is so exciting for me as a house head. The first single is already out. It's fucking fire. It's from Tommy Trash featuring Daisy Gutridge and the song's called High. It's straight heat and I'm so excited that they're venturing into house music. Um, I mean, house mu music has been around forever, but it is just growing in popularity and it's so, so good. So get behind House Trap, you guys. And last but certainly not least, Gorgon City and Sunny Federa announced a festival that they are doing together this summer. It's a single day festival in London, August 7th. Back to back. Oh, excuse me. It's called Back to Love. It's nine straight hours of house music on August 7th in London. Um, there's more information on edmmaniac.com, you guys. But definitely sign up for tickets. They are both incredible house artists. Oh my God, I love Gorgon City. And Sunny Ferreira's music is fire as well. So that's going to be just the combination of them. You really, really can't go wrong. You know what I mean? And with that, you guys, that brings me to the end of the episode. Thank you all so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. You know, give me some feedback, you guys. I want to hear from you. Drop a comment on YouTube. Let me know if you're enjoying these interviews and the EDM news segments. I'm always up for switching things up for you guys. Um, definitely go show Amy and Jake some love. Tell them Rave Culture Cast sent you. 
And of course, if you guys enjoy the episodes, it would mean so much to me if you could rate and review on iTunes. Just drop a couple stars real quick before the end of your day. Um, share this to your Instagram stories, tag at Rave Culture Cast. And of course, you can connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and in our Facebook group community. It's an amazing group, especially as events and festivals come back, you guys. If you want to find a rave fam, find people to go to shows with, meet new ravers, talk about festivals, all that fun stuff. Um, those conversations are happening in the Facebook group. So definitely come hang out and say hi. All right. I think that's everything I have. Guys, next week's episode is the 100th episode of Rave Culture Cast. What a moment. Honestly, I'm going to have to like breathe and take it in. Unreal. I can't believe we've done 100 episodes. Unreal. So I'm super excited for that. Thank you guys for sticking around to the end here. I love all of you. Thank you for watching. And I will be back next Wednesday with another episode. Peace. Yeah, I'm